0: podcast. My name is Matthew Dawkins. I am, a... I am accompanied by my co host. That's what happens when essentially I shot out of the gate, tripped over my own feet, face first into a muddy puddle. But now I'm pulling myself up, straightening my tie, and addressing the camera as if nothing happened while mud is just dripping down my face. I am joined by my co hosts, Eddie Webb. Hello and dixie cochran
1: hello also for some reason i thought you were going to say any web and matthew dawkins and i was ready to say hello if you said that so <laughs> i don't i don't know who i am right now
0: <laughs> well it's a weird and wonderful time that we live in right now and i <laughs> think uh a loss of identity is is a pretty minor thing all things considered
1: <laughs> who am i why do i have this suit on
0: <laughs> why am i dripping <laughs> with mud and how did i get it uh it's been a very This exciting... is not
1: my beautiful house.
0: Exactly. This is not
1: my beautiful wife.
0: It's been a very exciting week, hasn't it? With uh, Anima announced, Eddie. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean that um... was last
0: week, but yes. Well but uh, okay, excellent dating it again. Uh but that that is technically accurate.
1: You dated it, you said it was this week.
0: It's this week for me. Not this week for future me.
1: Is it is it a week in the future in Britain? <laughs>
0: Uh, that's how time zones work during British summertime.
2: Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we have recently announced TC Anima. Yes, that is true. <laughs> uh,
0: did you talk uh, about it at all in the uh, last episode for which I was absent?
2: Um, no, we haven't talked about it yet, although um, uh, uh, we will be doing an upcoming uh, roundtable with uh, Me Dixie and Ian Watson to talk a bit more about Anima in the future. But right now um, we just put the kind of press release out to let people know that it's going to be uh, a a Cyberpunk-slash-lit-RPG fusion. um, And uh, I think it's going to be really fun.
1: And then we're just going to drip information here and there, because Mm -hmm. we are, as they say, building heat.
2: Yes. And hilariously, I think Dixie think did not get that from you or me. I think Dixie got that from someone else.
1: <laughs> I did. I did get that from somebody else. Also, I, I have told y'all, I remember very little of it, but I did used to right. watch yes, wrestling with my roommates. Yeah. Um, it was just for a brief period of the early 2000s. So those are the only wrestlers I'm
2: familiar with. Right. It was more of the terminology is relatively specific to people who are more hardcore wrestling
0: fans. Mm. Right. What's so the language itself isn't called kayfabe, is it? I suppose it's um, it was old carny language, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they would, um, the people that ran the carnivals would, uh, would I guess, conceal what they were actually saying by inventing new words, So sort of like any other kind of slang, I guess. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. yeah.
2: I, if I remember, it's been a while, but if I remember, it, it kind of has some linguistic connection to um. Uh, uh, East Coast London slang. Oh, okay. Um, I'm blanking in names. Amelson.
1: I don't know, but I think we should all return just as a as a whole globe to Cockney rhyming slang. Cockney because rhyming. every time I hear it, it makes me laugh. Uh, those apples and pears, Mary
0: Poppins. Yes. Oh, that's, that was a bit <laughs> le- I think that was a bit lewd. We didn't see that scene in Mary Poppins. Like say, Get at those apples and pears, Mary Oh, that sounds threatening. That's, that's more uh, Bill Sykes in uh, Oliver <laughs> get up those apples and, and pears Nancy
1: also, also if you're going to do a Dick Van Dyke accent that's not a British accent I don't know what's happening <laughs>
0: um, what else do we have oh uh, so I uh, speaking of Cockney Ramy Slang I discovered a new one recently and in fact this was something Americans I believe say more than British people but it's origins were Cockney Which is when you say something like, my uh, dogs are barking, or woo, my hounds are barking, or something like that, to to imply your feet hurt. It's because it's supposed to be dog meat feet. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's where it comes from. I don't know how someone then connected it the way they did, but I'm not a Cockney, never have been, and it's unlikely that at this stage in my life I ever will be.
1: That's just (laughs) just why I love Cockney Ribbing slang, is because it sounds so nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And you know mm-hmm. that someone just you know sat around and rhymed things and thought it was fun <laughs> its it, it, it's very very strange uh i i I had not thought about the the concept of it in years until uh, the other day I think uh Stephen Colbert had John Oliver on on a teleconference thing and John Oliver started doing it to him and I was like, oh shit, I forgot that it existed that's really fun
2: <laughs> yeah um Idris all... alba is actually cockney and so occasionally he'll do it in interviews and it's just uh, lovely to hear
0: i've always enjoyed your brown bread mate which is mm-hmm. dead uh it's a nice it's a nice threat that doesn't sound threatening until they're pointing a gun at you
1: yeah you're like you're like i want some brown bread and then you
0: are <laughs> like oh no ah. <laughs> oh it, it wasn't an offer uh another, <laughs> another slang i like other than the cant in planescape to take things back to role playing briefly is uh the is the polari uh, are the two of you familiar with Polari? I no. am not. So Polari was the uh, the hidden language of uh, many well non heterosexuals all the way well all the way through the mid part of the twentieth century. It was very popular in San Francisco, very popular in London. Uh, there were lots of codes and slang for things that you may want to discuss, but society would otherwise prohibit you from discussing. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, uh, words like Bona, Dolly, and all oh, oh, there's all kinds. I used to know it quite well because a, a comedian and actor that I used to like when I was a lot younger, Kenneth Williams, would do an entire routine where he would just speak in Polari. And I enjoyed it to such a degree. Joe Carica and I sometimes talk in it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and, and routinely, Ian will just sort of hove in. Ian Watson will just hove in with uh, some kind of image of him looking blankly <laughs> at what we're saying. Um, <laughs> but I ended up putting it in Half Damned for oh. Vampire the Requiem, or oh, a version of the Polari. I still called it essentially Ghoul Polari, because Ooh. they, to give them a subterfuge language that their kindred masters couldn't understand. Right, so it's you know the ghouls still have their own network of power, as it were, by speaking in ways that vampires are never going to find out about. So that was a bit of fun. But I recommend yeah. looking it up; it's quite interesting.
2: I'm actually personally, uh, for a long time, I was fascinated with with like codes and uh, uh, subculture symbols. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also really interested in in kind of backwards created codes. Um, and the one I'm thinking of specifically is um, in the 90s and late 80s. Um, there was lots of rumors of a bootlace ca- boot code
0: amongst mm-hmm. folks, oh, some yeah. cultures.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The color of the bootlaces represents certain things. Like if it was red, um, you would you would kill someone. If it was white, you're white supremacist. If it was purple, you were a uh, you know, queer rights supporter. Um, and a lot of it's nonsense. It, it, none of it's really yeah. true. Um, it was something that people saw some commonalities between specific gangs and yeah. extrapolated to lar- entire sub-subcultures. Oh. And it, it, it's just nonsense. But it was so entrenched in a lot of people, a lot of people it spread through word of mouth that it started becoming a code over time. Yep. Ad- oh yeah. It and it, it fascinates because it's like it was it was not a thing. It became a, someone decided it was a thing and then suddenly it was a thing very briefly, like a year or two. It wasn't time- very long period
1: by the time i was late teens and hanging out with a bunch of punk kids like they actively did care what color your braces and laces were right um and it was you know you 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 didn't wear white ones or you were probably gonna get the shit kicked out of you yep. <laughs> um also matthew it turns out because i've been doing some googling while we were talking i am familiar with polare i just was not familiar with the name of it ah. um because it like i've Morrissey mentioned it on a drag. Morrissey's a shithead, by the way. I'm just—I have to say that whenever I mention Morrissey, yeah, yeah but I can't mention Morrissey in public without saying he's a shithead because I need people to know that I know he's a shithead. Yeah, I, think you um, I just like a lot of people's
0: record collections. But...
1: Um, but in in the movie Velvet Goldmine, which I've seen about five hundred thousand times, um, <laughs> there are people speaking Polari, and also I found out on uh, on Wikipedia here, uh, Eddie, that it was featured in a Doctor Who serial in 1973. Which one? Carnival of Monsters. Oh, apparently okay. Vorg tries to talk to the Doctor in Polari, because he thinks he is also a showman. Because that... it was a it was a theater language that would that also turn into gay subculture language. Okay, all right. That that would been
2: that would have been a third Doctor serial.
1: Anyway, the point is, I Ooh. now understand that I do know stuff about it. I just didn't know it had a name. I guess.
0: Well, speaking of indecipherable words, is a nice segue. <laughs> uh, the other day I was watching some old wrestling And like I a... know, I know We sometimes mention wrestling on this podcast But <laughs> I Came to listen to the opening music To WWF Raw Of the late 90s so Raw is war as it used to be called Oh my right. god uh, And I know uh, But what? here's an interesting or uninteresting Factoid So uh, in Japan Well in uh, America you had Raw Mm R.A.W. in Japan, you had War, which was Wrestling and Romance. That was a name for one of their wrestling companies. Aww. Uh, And I quite like the idea of a wrestling company called Wrestling and Romance. It actually feels quite luchador-ish. But anyway, um, so I came to listen to the opening theme tune for Raw, and it's Mm -hmm. got some of the most indecipherable lyrics I've ever heard in a piece of music. I thought before we dive back into Scion, uh, we could have a music round. Because everyone's doing quizzes right now with the lockdown.
2: I love quizzes. Yeah.
0: And so I'm going to post the link uh, to my my co-hosts. Okay. And we will obviously edit out the point at which they're listening to it. What I will do is splice in uh, the lyrics part of this tune. And then we can get the, the co-host's take. So I recommend you type along as you're going. Um, and, you know, we'll just edit this out. So you feel free and we'll be back in just a moment. So we're back. We've just listened to the uh, Roar is War theme tune several times in some cases, trying to decipher It's so the... bad! Yeah. Uh, so we have this piece of music. It has am... Well, okay, we, we have this uh, cacophony. Sequence of notes. <laughs> and the musicians behind it, if we want to call them that, and, oh, I'm sure they're very talented... Have gone to the trouble of putting lyrics to their sound. So, it is uh, incumbent on us to understand them. Uh, so, Dixie, mm. what is your translation of the song? It's just called Roar is War Theme. Uh, and I can't think. I can't find who the actual musician is. So uh, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, I-, I think it may be Jim Johnston. He uh, he made a lot of WWF music. Uh, so yeah, take it away. It's got four lines.
1: Um. First of all, I also did some googling after I wrote my stuff down. It's got way more than four lines. There is a full version.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let's um, not listen to that.
1: I have. <laughs> it's my life in the box into the beef I'm dropping my ox it's the s- solar beat <laughs>
0: <laughs> the solar beat I like
1: that yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounded like yeah. to me
0: Did and, it tell you and, got? and anything else? Uh,
1: at the very end I I don't know it's, it's something about a thorn where is I, the
0: thorn? I,
1: like, the very last, like, why am I a thorn in your eye?
0: Okay, and all a right. a thorn in your eye? That, that, that isn't actually too bad. You're, you are almost bang on the money. What about you, Eddie? What did you get?
2: So um, I want to preface by saying, uh, I know I've mentioned in several podcasts, but I do have hearing loss. And so it is a particular joy of me to try really hard to listen to these things and then completely fail in every <laughs> possible way. Yep.
1: Well, I mean, for, 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 for what it's worth, the song sounds like, right. like, yeah, if, even if, if you have a really good hearing.
0: Right, anything, so it's like It might help you.
2: Right, so I, I'm, I'm used to a certain amount of muffling. This is beyond muffling, so I, I just kind of invented words where I think they might fit.
0: Okay.
2: Um, so, <clears throat> it's the lights of the nights of joie de vivre, and you <gasps> chop off the arms and soil the meat. With your arms <laughs> aghast, you see me leave things here. Your head butt's a dog. It's a pain.
0: Okay, that's uh, that really <laughs> tailed off at the end, uh, but I th- <laughs> I feel there was an earnest effort at the beginning. Um, so, I think Dixie wins. Um yes. uh, So the, ly- the lyrics actually are, and I'll see if I can get the music to be playing in the background while I'm doing this, but uh, with the gifts of editing. Uh, so let's see. It's supposed to go... <laughs> It, it's my life in the box and shards the beat. Taking talk in my arms, it's the soul of me. You want fire? Ash Ashes see me lying face down. Do, do 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 What has caused the thorn in your eye?
1: I got that part. Yeah.
0: What has caused the thorn in your eye?
2: So to summarize, even the correct lyrics are absolutely nonsensical.
0: Yeah, um, I like mine better. Uh, I think they make a most they make more sense than most Muse songs, but I still think it's uh, pretty bloody shocking.
1: I do want to let you know something though, and that is that I have, while y'all were talking, we were talking just now. I have looked this song up on a few different websites, mm. and there are different lyrics on every website that I've. Heard. <laughs> what? like your version is not the version that's uh on lyrics genius (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, but but so you can find this song on wwf full metal the album which Mm. is an album that came out apparently um it is supposedly by the band slam jam
0: slam jam
1: slam jam
0: wow black Betty.
1: Um, also on that uh, on that same album are a bunch of Jim Johnson songs, uh, you know things that were done for like things like Graveyard Symphony and then Sexy Boy by Shawn Michaels is also on that album. He's That's just a good song.
0: A sexy boy, sexy boy.
2: I know the lyrics to that because it's literally just you just said the entire lyrics.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not your boy toy. Not your boy toy. I was
2: doing another one. one. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So there you go. That was our wrestling segment, longer than most wrestling segments in in an episode, but. Uh... There but it was go. a
1: musical wrestling segment, and I'm okay yeah. with that that marriage of,
0: of things I like. Um, so, we will actually be getting <laughs> straight on to Sion. If you have any songs you know with the indecipherable lyrics, do comment on the podcast, on Podbean, or the Onyx Path blog, and we will be happy to do a music round for the foreseeable future.
1: I would love to do a quiz show. We should do a quiz show episode. We yeah. should get We should just get someone on here to quiz us about things.
0: Well, or we had quiz my, each other. Myself and Mike Thomas did a Resident Evil quiz uh, midwinter. Oh yes, uh, we had to write questions for each other that spanned the entirety of the Resident Evil series. And I'm not even a massive fan of the later Resident Evil games, but damn, I mean, it got fierce. It was it was quite heated. Uh, we were just in the hotel room while, uh, while Meredith was throwing these questions at us, and yeah, uh, I won. But uh, I can't (laughs) say that friendships weren't ruined. (laughs) But was it worth it? Oh yeah, yeah, because I won. (laughs) Admittedly, one of my questions to him was, how does the music in the basement of the Umbrella Mansion in Resident Evil 1 change in the Resident Evil 1 director's cut? Expecting him to make the sound of how the music changes. (laughs) And, and for and for people what? listening to, for people listening to the podcast, the moody music is replaced with horns that go. Brruh, brruh, brruh.
1: Can you can you make that sound some more?
0: See, but, but the thing is, it, it is amusing because. I'm going to have to find a damn video of that and I'll post it in the, uh, in the show notes. Um, yeah, the, the shift in music between between Resident Evil on the, PSX, the PlayStation, the Sega, Saturn, and the like. And then when Resident Evil Director's Cut was released is a weird video gaming anomaly in the sense that no one has ever really understood why it happened. And Capcom yeah, like, why did understood. they do that? Uh, no, no one knows. It must Presumably, it was a rights thing. Uh, but it seems very odd that some of the music was retained and some of it wasn't. Yeah. So it was a, it was a room that was in the original version. It, you still accessed it in the same way at the same point in the game, but for whatever reason, they changed the music in that room to some really farty horns, they just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Eddie actually did it more accurately because I, I'm assuming Eddie used his hands to create some kind of um, echo effect there.
2: Oh no, no, I, I, I'm just really going to make some farty noises. Oh.
0: Well, you know, we, we all have all have a talent. There you go. Uh, one of the things that came up in the Onyx Path Town Hall this week, last uh, uh, week, uh, was what's your party trick? Eddie can make farty noises.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh my
0: god! <laughs> that's a very that's a very sad farty noise.
1: <laughs> oh god. Quarantine's got all of us. Uh, I, I never thought there would be this long of a segment that was just fart jokes on the podcast. It's,
0: it's, just
1: just, just horns. Horns and farts.
2: Uh, oh God.
0: Uh, okay, I've actually got it now, so I'm going to get the both of you to listen to this. <laughs> um, so it probably won't work terribly well, given that I don't have the original to put it in contrast, but... Here's the, but, like, um... I know
1: what creepy atmospheric music okay. sounds like.
0: So this okay. is the not-creepy music.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God. It just... just It doesn't sound horn, like... horn parts <laughs> and, 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 like, it, it's not even, like... Organized. It's like someone just found the fart filter on an electronic keyboard, just slamming the keys repeatedly. Yeah,
1: this this sounds like how I used to play my dad's like Casio keyboard in 1989 when I was four. You know, I would just like press an effects button and then just mash my hands on the keyboard. And
0: I have now just found the original soundtrack version. So let's uh, let's listen to that one now.
1: Okay. Oh, this is lovely. Yeah. It's still
0: a little farty, because it's a MIDI. It's, but... It is a little farty, but it feels tense, doesn't it? Thanks. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a farty cello instead of a farty horn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now we have an entire segment of great video game music in terms of our fartiness. <laughs>
0: Capcom, if you're listening, we'd love to do a Resident Evil RPG, but I don't think you're allowed
1: but like this is the kind of music that were i listening to it when the game first came out when i was much younger and like didn't know what video games could be right. i would be like this music is orchestral and amazing
0: yep which version
1: the the, the, the good one matthew oh, okay <laughs> so the first one obviously
0: yeah. yes. <laughs> you might have really thought the casio keyboard was everything music had to offer
1: Resident Evil, Farty Horns. Yeah. Um,
0: Our Casio keyboard had the uh, MIDI version of, of course, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go when you press the demo button.
1: Oh my god. Um, I mean, that was a terrible MIDI version.
0: Yo, yeah. Bada-bam.
1: Only it's <laughs> farts.
0: <laughs>
1: bam, bam um,
0: So I guess we should actually play some Scion at some point. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well rich i know you listen to every episode
2: oh my god this is what you're paying for <laughs> <laughs>
1: That didn't really sound so much like a uh, MIDI as it sounded like KK Slider singing "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" from Animal Crossing.
2: Yes, wow. Michelle has oh. Michelle has just gotten to the part of Animal Crossing. She got the KK Slider song, and I she's like, and the credits are happening. She's like, "Wait, is is it over?" And saying, "No, think so."
1: No, they just show the credits every time he does a concert. Uh, but also, there are hundreds of KK Slider songs, and oh, okay. they are all fucking delightful. <laughs> like. Neil heard one, and then was just singing it a lot.
2: I will say um, one more very brief wrestling reference. But uh, um, for those of you don't know, a KK Slider is a dog that sits on a stool with a guitar, um, which I did not realize. So the dog comes out and sits down, and immediately Dave on the David on the couch pops up. Hello, my hello, I am Elias. I just lose it. Because Elias is the guy with the
1: guitar. K.K. So Slider is also the only fully nude animal in Animal Crossing, and it weirds me out. <laughs> he is! They all wear shirts or, like, bow ties or something, and K.K. Slider is fully nude. And it's weird.
2: He's a torador. don't judge him.
1: <laughs> now now, Eddie's alluding to conversations that we had before we started recording the podcast. Oh? We were talking about Toriadors because I was talking about the Toriador I'm writing.
0: Oh well, I wasn't here for that conversation, so I you were. You we were
1: talking about your project that we were both working on, but we did it when you
0: weren't here. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're communicating with the developer. Uh, <laughs> 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 One of the developers. No,
2: the, the conversation was about um how. You know, obviously, because of the Toriador clan, there's a certain amount of artiness and artistic quality that comes with, with being a torridor Did you say fartiness?
0: But, fartiness.
2: You know, I That's five of dots
0: That's a Nosferatu clan, trait.
2: But I also feel like um, <laughs> a certain amount of that is just Toriador making shit up to, to freak out other pe- other clans. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
2: So it's like, you know, uh, we're talking about like, you know, oh, Ventures here. Quick, Um. Uh, what's your art form? Uh, artisanal basket weaving. You know, and the. <laughs> Oh, good. he's gone. Okay, great. Let me go back to sculpting marble, you know, or something sensible.
1: <laughs> yeah, or 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 actually, the Torador is just a really bad writer, as, right? As, as Eddie said, like they have a passion to write, but they're not very good at it. So they just keep making up like weird esoteric artwork, uh, right? I see. And, the, and, and, because... the, and then
2: actually posting on like uh, um, you know ar- you know archive of our own secretly where all the actual artwork goes from.
0: And because yeah, because they're a Torador, every other vampire, of every other clan has got to appraise it as if it's. High art, but right. when really it's trash, and people yeah, like, may even know that.
1: Yeah, they're just reading Twilight
0: fanfiction on Ao3, mm. okay.
2: and it's the best. It's five stars, hundreds of reviews. It's the best story or, or, or Twilight fan fiction on the site. But that's where the-,
0: the second Inquisition found out <laughs> about all the vampires yes. they were on they were on Literotica or whatever and, and all they really had to do was trace the IPs of everyone who left a five star review and it's just all the very anxious members of the court of New York or wherever who thought ah shit the Harpies posted some more <laughs> vampire erotica we've all got to give it five star reviews if we want a minor boon <laughs> and within a month every vampire in New York was eliminated <laughs> you heard it here folks actual V5 I yep. see. I thought you were going for a Toreador that is for some reason just permanently nude you know maybe they, um, <laughs> they they are so in love with the perfect sculpted form of their body that they just stride into Elysium throw off their robe and uh, if they even come wearing a robe there is a masquerade so I assume so and then yeah they just spend the rest of the night with no clothes on flexing Okay, can... No, no, it's
2: just a strategically plays guitar the whole night, that's all.
0: Yeah, if, if it was a LARP,
2: definitely. We
1: on a stool and they go beep, beep, <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep,
2: beep. Yeah, they actually play the guitar they just make mouth noises.
1: <laughs> beep, beep, beep. No, that's that's, that's that's what he sounds like when he sings. He also plays guitar.
2: Um, I just
0: don't have a backing track. And part of the coterie is, of course, the torrid or horn player that goes <laughs>
1: Ah. We're going to make a band to rival Baby Chorus. (laughs) Eddie, you're on horns. I'll be a early singer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: I have no real musical gift. Um, I can make my sort of cheeks go all sort of wobbly like... (laughs) Oh, don't make that sound!
1: (laughs) No! Please don't make that sound ever again.
0: Well... (laughs) Uh, I I can then psych out the ventrue who is standing there judging me for the repulsive, vulgar sound. Say, if you don't understand it, <laughs> you clearly aren't an art critic like you claim to be. Uh, at which point I just go very close to his face <laughs> until <laughs> uncomfortable, he leaves. We have made That's a
1: very like all-
0: Zoidberg move. <laughs> yes, we have made an all-tarid or coterie, the worst tarid or coterie.
1: Uh, Toryad, don't.
0: <laughs> this is what caitiff do if they just want to ruin the reputation of the torridor in the city. They all turn, they all plan. They say, "We're just going to pretend to be torridor but just really bad Torridor. And yeah, they ruin Elysium like this.
2: Uh, weaponized
0: art critics. I love it. <laughs> We're, we are—we're passing the point, as the phantom would say, of no return. Uh, as far as running this Scion game, so, I, I, I believe
2: we have digressed so much that it has become its own episode at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so this episode is going to be called Scion or Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh Scion or Scion Off There we go. Well, in that case, we've now, with that awkward pause, we've got to find uh, twenty-five minutes of things <laughs> to discuss. Oh, uh,
1: keep in mind that you're cutting out a fair amount of like part of this, uh, like a few minutes, I, so we're actually not quite where we're at.
0: Yeah. Okay, we can fit a little bit of role play in. I don't think we'll be finishing our game, but that's fine. I don't okay. think it's what anyone anticipated with the actual play. So if you came here to specifically to listen to Sion, because Sion is your jam, and you've just listened to three people making farty noises <laughs> and listening to wrestling music, then I apologize. Uh, it, it's a troubling I mean, time right now. <laughs> we,
1: can, we can just bill it as, you know, quiz show slash scion play. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's it's the Pathcats Variety Hour. <laughs>
0: but yeah, if this was the uh, content of a variety show I went to see, I think. Uh, well then again, who goes to see variety shows these days? Right. Yeah, this is what you get. So I guess you get what you pay for. <laughs> Which is nothing. Oh,
1: well, this is free! So yeah.
0: <laughs> enjoy! So you get nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing of substantive quality. So... Scion, Uh, if if needed, we can uh, can recap briefly that our two origin-level Scions were contacted by the daughter of Poseidon, Dietrich, who explained that her relative, a young man by the name of Dion, had gone missing after consorting with a dangerous gang known as the Tattoo Lizards. This is in Miami. Now, uh, the leader of these Tattoo Lizards is a rather unpleasant individual by the name of Ahui, who may well know where Dion has gone. Uh, the science, through their uh, little finagling and a uh, bit of charm, although none of them are terribly socially uh, expert, uh, managed to gain an audience with Ahui and are now sat on beanbags in his drug lord department in uh, one of the worst <laughs> parts of Miami while he champs on a cigar. And looks down on them. As Dixie quite rightly pointed out, he is clearly intending on putting them in a position that says, Yeah, you're on the bottom rung, I'm not. So, with that said, one thing I would like to remind listeners of, because I don't think listeners would have seen the character sheets, I don't think we've ever uploaded them anywhere, is, and something to remind Dixie of too, is that uh, Phaedra. Has Mm -hmm. a couple of knacks that can really help out in a situation like this, such as grand entrance in terms of making Mm -hmm. a first impression, Uh, and good listener. Yeah, and good listener as well. Um, Kian, however, uh, Eddie's character, not so much. My,
2: mine's all mine's all uh, uh fixing people up shit so
0: yeah yeah uh but that doesn't mean it won't come in useful later so i'm sure so we're gonna get shot at some point i'm almost guaranteeing it to this point. it's a staple in my games. so even if you get to the epilogue and nothing bad has happened you know it's just a happy romance in the park then a sniper will take your head off <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like, that went really well nothing bad happened <laughs> the end <laughs> Yeah, that's my French art house movie contribution to Scion, the sudden skeleton at the end and the credits roll over a blood-red screen. (laughs) And now, Scion, Miami. Ahui looks down on you while chewing on his cigar. So, I hear you're the new kids.
1: I am actually going to use Grand Entrance. Um, banking on the fact that, you know... We might have been on the news staring at the whole hotel thing at some point. Mm-hmm. Or at least some
0: kind of YouTube video. Yeah.
1: Um, I will say that it's just to roll my neck skill. I don't know what that means.
0: Okay. Uh, so basically, there'll be a skill that you associate with using this neck. Uh, in this <laughs> case, it would be, let's say, um, persuasion. Uh, yeah, so I think or, it is. And if you were do, to do a combo when trying to impress him entering the room, it would be something like persuasion and presence
1: can do i'ma roll it okay rolling ooh look at those tens
0: well Mm. that's nice
1: yeah i got three successes
0: excellent okay he looks you up and down not in a lascivious way in a kind of respectful Mm -hmm. way and says ah wait a second i recognize you oh you were in that uh, Mandarin Hotel debacle a few months back, weren't you? Oh yeah, that shit was intense. Yeah, it looked it well. We all got caught up in it as well, but we weren't at the Epicenter.
1: Yeah, it was uh it was a lot. That's actually where I met this guy, right, Ken?
0: Yep, it was a lot. Oh, you were there too? I don't remember your yes. face on the news. I get that a lot. So what? Which one That's of you is the hero? Uh
1: Neither? we both helped out as best we could oh. but I don't, wouldn't call myself a hero
0: just do what anybody would do help people out he gives a rather patronizing wing and says the best heroes don't well either way it's not often that I just ha- give an audience to a couple of strays that walked in off the street so again uh, you have my attention one of you at least has a certain amount of cred so what is it that you want from me
1: Uh we mostly heard a little bit about your background, and we have been told that we kind of have the same thing going on. I wanted to know about that
0: oh, so you're looking for some kind of tutelage, some kind of mentor or something like that. I'm not really in the teaching business.
1: I mean even just some basics would be helpful, man.
0: He sucks on the cigar, gives a puff of smoke in Kean's direction. <laughs> Sorry, did that get you? Yeah. So, well, I guess you know the basics. Uh, obviously, everyone knows um, from point of childhood, myths and reality, they merge and all that shit. Uh, I'm not going to try and get too, I guess, esoteric about it. Uh, Fact is, yeah, uh, based on your deeds and the feelings, the fact that you've come to me, the fact that you know what you are, yeah, yeah, you you two are going to be the descendants of gods, if you're lucky. Huh. Um, Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're destined for greatness, but it does mean that you're capable of great things. And now how you exert those great things is up to you. Yeah, you can do the charity stuff. You can help people who are trapped in a collapsing building or stop gangs from holding people up. You can even hunt down monsters and carry their heads into cities and get yourself proclaimed the savior of the city, that kind of thing. Or you can use it to make your life a little easier. Oh? Well, he gestures it himself. I didn't get to my, shall we say, portly shape and get this (laughs) apartment. Yeah, it's in the bad part of town, but it's probably the nicest apartment in this part of town by going around helping old ladies cross the street. It is a really nice apartment. Thank you very much. My girlfriend put a lot of time into designing it. I don't really have an eye for interior decoration.
1: Hmm. So, you've got a bunch of people working for you too is that like a perk yeah um and matthew out of is me trying to invoke a good listener to see if he'll reveal anything about that dion kid
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah you could say that uh we have a way of attracting people to us uh, some are really religious about it you know call them disciples cultists i think that's a bit bad you know it's that doesn't really fly in most societies these days Um, those kinds of people get shot down pretty quickly i just like to think of it as just a gang of people who are loyal to me who i do right by and they do right by me um yeah there's a bunch of kids around this way who have lost their parents a lot of them are in jail or they're gunned down. And so I can offer them some protection as long as they do me a favor or two. It's nothing obscene. It's no different than what they would be doing if I wasn't around. It's just they do it with the benefit of me looking over their shoulder.
1: Oh, cool. Like a, you know, like a family on some level. Yeah.
0: Right? Look, I'm not going to lie to you you know the kind of thing that's going to be going on in this part of the city and what kind of money is going to be going into an apartment like this and my cars and my guns and anything else that I have but we all have to make our own way some of us aren't born into and he looks at Kian again that kind of privilege so we make do we make the best of it Kind of give him a head-til-confused look. (laughs) There was even a kid (laughs) recently, real lost soul, uh, made his way to this part of the city because he heard about me. and Asking the same kind of things. uh, You were looking for some kind of guidance. Now, no offense to either of you. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. enlist you if you paid me uh, a little too white and middle class, you
1: know. Oh uh, no, I'm not cut out for this work. No, I I totally appreciate that.
0: <laughs> uh, but this kid was a little rough around the edges, needed a helping hand, and so yeah, I um, helped him out. He was like us, like you, and well, I tried to help him, but not everyone can be helped.
1: Oh, did he run off on his own or
0: what happened? He smiles at you, showing a couple of gold teeth, his cigar just tapping into an ashtray at his side. Do you know anything about ambrosia? Nope. I mean, I know the
1: weird 80s dessert my mom used to make. Yeah, kind of like that. The housekeeper?
0: Mm-hmm. They do custards and things like that. Not that kind of ambrosia. It's like a material of the gods. It's uh, like a milk and honey combination that might give you eternal youth or wealth or whatever, really, you're looking for. Uh, It's really good shit, especially when it's cut down and sold on the streets. Um, You don't think I... (laughs) I, I'm not in competition with your average run-of-the-mill dope dealers down the road. My corner boys aren't slinging anything like you know, coke or heroin or meth or anything like that. I'm not doing anything that could ever get me arrested. Because what we're doing is selling the stuff of the gods. There's no... FDA approval. There's no illegality. There's nothing like that surrounding Ambrosia, but that's what um, I get hold of. Um, uh, Matthew, while he's talking,
2: um, <clears throat> I have the knack uh, with a glance, um, so I can see if something's wrong with a with a sick target and pertinent medical information. Can I glance around the room and see if anybody has some weird symptoms as a result of taking this Ambrosia? Yes, definitely. I'm going to make a roll for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, because it's a weird a scientific th- or a supernatural thing I could probably make a medicine roll
0: Yes, I'd be happy for a medicine
2: Okay, uh, medicine and probably intellect uh, Yes um, well, That's one, two three, four, five six glasses
0: Okay, Wow. that's Okay, I had no doubt about it here uh, Now, usually so there is a The only difficulty is there's no one directly in the room with you. You've got a private audience with him, but that doesn't mean you can't see down the hall where some of his uh, bodyguards, entourage, and the like are hanging out. And yeah, you cast a look down there while he's uh, nattering on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There is the appearance of a couple of people. They look a bit strung out. uh, No more so than they would be, you think, if they were on uh, Crystal or something like that and hadn't had a hit in a few days, you know, deeply dependent on it. However, you can see from the lady that answered the door who passes by, she has a bit of a radiance to her. It's not just from the skin. It's not an all-around glow. It's around the eyes. It's just from inside the mouth. It's like on a cold day when you might see breath or vapor forming. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a golden mist, and it is almost imperceptible, because as she moves, it clears, it disperses around her, but yeah, your perception is dead on. Uh, There's clearly something going on here, drug-related, and this Ambrosia no doubt plays a part.
2: Okay. I'll let him him keep rambling on
0: then, but... So yeah, I'll I'll cut to the chase boy came to me, was looking for work, looking for guidance. I wanted him to test himself. I wanted to test him, frankly, before I started holding his hand and walking him down the street. And supply gets low sometimes, so I sent him to pick up some new uh, ambrosia. And he didn't come back from that. It's a crying shame. Some tragic shit, you know? Uh, when a young life gets wasted. Ah, and I assume that's it. He's done. Uh, if you're now looking for him as well. It's not like he's the first... Uh, I wasn't
1: looking for him before, but now that you said that, I mean, I've, I do a lot of... Uh... I do work with, with homeless youth and stuff like that's actually my my interest. And that's that's the one place we could intersect actually. I don't know if you want to stay in contact, it's fine if you don't. But if you ever have find someone that needs help that you can't provide, feel free to give me a call and I slide a card over that just says like, you know, the, the 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 nonprofit that I work for. Could you, could you
0: do um an empathy and cunning, please?
1: I can do that. And I get enhancement. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, no. I'm doing cunning. I'm doing mental. Damn it. Oh, that's like eight dice, though.
2: (laughs) I think you'll be fine. Uh,
1: Three successes. I rolled four ones on that roll. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I got three successes. That's all right,
0: then. He acts almost affronted and doesn't pick up the card but you're you've got a good read on him and you can see that somewhere in there he's going to take that card and he may well use it or give it to someone who will um yeah
1: so i just leave it i just pretend like i'm not you know
0: uh he's clearly much like any other human or scion a complicated individual who has got certain views on things, but it, to his mind, what he does is look out for people who don't have a parent figure. It just so happens mm-hmm. that the way he does it is by setting them up in the drug trade. Um, yep. Which is less than ideal, which, but is the reality of things.
1: Yeah. Which is why I was trying to throw out, like, if you ever see someone you can't help, you know, like a, a really young mom with an infant, whatever, like I'm here for that. Let me know. Um, so I say to him, I'm like, I'm like, listen, man, like you you saw me, I guess, doing some shit at the hotel. I try to help people. That's what me and Kian kind of do. That's what we've been doing mm. for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um not you know, not so much taking them under our wings, but more like in the moment. And it sounds like if this kid is not dead, he might need help. So could you point us in a direction and we can at least check it out for you? And I mean you know, at, at the very best, you can get your guy back. And at the worst, we'll at least know what happened to him.
0: He ponders this. Sure, it can't hurt. But I've got a proposition for you. What's that? Well, the place I'm going to be sending you is going to be where the only store of Ambrosia is. That I know. And you need to try this stuff. It's got real rejuvenating effects. And I don't just mean on us. Uh, Norms can use it as well. But when they do, well, they don't always take to it. Either way, it's good stuff. It's like medicine. It's like elixir of life. And if you can fetch a quantity of it and bring it back to me, consider me owing you one. Uh, You know, you can bring him back as well, and I will more than happily uh, clap him on the back and say, well done, good job, and take him under my wing, if that's what everyone agrees on. But I really am going to start needing some more Ambrosia soon, because people are hankering for it. So, you know, I can't pay you, but I can pay you, but I don't think that's what you're interested in. But if you do get some for me, I am going to be very grateful.
1: And maybe you know someone else we could talk to about some of this stuff so we don't have to keep bothering you if that, if, if we bring it back? Would that be a good part of the trade? Yeah,
0: sure. If you uh, think someone else would be a better fit, then... I just don't think you want to be
1: saddled with a couple of, uh, as you said, you know, middle-class white people showing up just asking you random questions once a while. Not week.
0: really. It looks like I'm having a uh, meeting with some very poorly dressed undercover cops. Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I'm not poorly dressed! <laughs> Like, this is how I dress all the time, just so you know. This is not, like, a costume.
0: (laughs) Well, poorly dressed for this part of town, maybe. Don't worry, I'm not judging.
2: Uh, I'm poorly dressed, as
0: fine. Yeah, Uh, but I can point you in a direction. Uh, So if you are looking for this kid or someone else who can guide you, yeah, let's... um, Let's point you in the direction of the kid first. So there's a big drainage pipe. I know, that sounds ominous, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, When Poseidon decided to attack Miami, you know, the thing you Mm -hmm. were in the middle of... Let's say when gods do things like that, weird shit can happen to the world. You know, gates can start opening up to places you've never been before. Tunnels uh, burrow into the ground that uh, go to underground cities that shouldn't exist. Uh, Mm -hmm. All kinds of weird and wonderful things like that. That's when... That's the first time this Ambrosia really started appearing in quantity. I'd always heard of it, but when he hit Miami, there was an after effect, a residual effect. And I scooped up pretty much all of the easy-to-reach stuff. Sent some trackers uh-huh. out to try and find the rest. There was a trove of it in a drainage pipe. I know, it doesn't sound healthy, but we make sure it's clean. Uh, just up the beach, away from where all the tourists are. And that's where I sent the kit. A
1: couple questions. Yeah. One, what does this stuff look like, if we're looking oh, for it? it like, it, I'm it's sure it's not in a big cartoon box labeled emperor. No, no,
0: it'll look like, you imagine it looks. It's it's white, it's viscous, it glows with a potency. It uh, has no illusions surrounding the fact that this is Nectar of the Gods. Uh,
1: is it in a container, or should I take, like, a you know, milk carton? No, the way I think jug. of
0: it is like this. I think Poseidon, when he was smashing hotels and breaking cars and all that, that he might have cut his arm. And when he Mm. cut his arm, this is what he bled. Now, that's Mm. how I think of it. I don't know the science, but that's how I imagine it. So it's almost like, uh, as as I say, an after effect, a residual Effect of a god having interacted with the world in such a way. So, yeah, you'll be able to find it. It should just be sticky, goopy, and all over the surfaces in that place.
1: And I put it in a bag? Like, what, how do you bring it back? Oh, I can
0: give you some bottles or some drums. I mean, drums are going to be harder to carry. We can cut this stuff up fine, and it will last a very long time. Uh, we took a long time burning through the last quantity we had, but it was in great demand. So, if I can give uh, the two of you, let's say, six decent sized bottles?
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out from yeah. there. Uh, cool. I'm really glad. I'm super glad, And as an out-of-character aside, that Kian isn't
2: talking, because I'm
1: like... Please don't counter Please don't contradict me. Please don't. Oh no no, <laughs> Keen just Keen
2: has
0: like just. I'm just keeping it all inside right now.
1: Yep, I'm just I'm just making drug deals. It's fine. Yeah.
0: It's what fine. What is Keen um, thinking about this rather dubious medicine?
2: Oh no, he thinks this is a terrible fucking idea. But he's waiting until we leave and away from people with the guns before he explains to Faye what he thinks.
1: Yeah. All right. So I li- I I looked back at a uh, what was this guy's name again? Ah, Huey. All right. So I look back at a Huey and I'm I'm just like, all right, cool. So, I mean, at least it's not, you know, meth or heroin or whatever, right? No one around here seems like they're super strung out. I've seen people on heroin. It's not great.
0: Yeah, it's Uh, definitely not that. It's much better than all of that. And I I speak from experience. When I was a kid, I was dealing in anything I could get my hands on. Uh, Ambrosia doesn't have that kind of effect on people. It's, yeah, it can fuck you up for a while. But the positives far outweigh the negatives. Hmm.
1: My friend here is in medicine, so I'm sure he'll be interested to look at it too.
0: Yeah, don't, st- yeah, don't start just getting nods. government involved.
2: Keen is <laughs> keeping his lips very firmly pressed shut and just nods. <laughs>
1: All right, cool. Well, like we'll try to bring it back. We talked about this. Obviously, no, you know, payment, contact, whatever, if we can't for whatever reason or if it's not there anymore. Not much we can do about that. Uh, but at least we'll go see if something dangerous is there and also see if your guy is there because if nothing else, maybe your guy can bring it back for you, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, well, that that would be wonderful. If you could do that, I would be so grateful.
1: All right, well, that gives we you're going to get out of your hair because you seem like a very busy and important man. And uh, I know you have, you know, tattoo lizard things to do. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, a few. But you've been charming company. And again, well, if I hadn't recognized you from the TV, I probably would have given you short shrift. But Well,
1: I am glad that uh, I made it onto at least a couple of cell phone videos then. <laughs> yeah,
0: what you did was outstanding for someone of your... Experience. And he looks at Kian and says, I'm sure you were very impressive as well. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I like reach out and shake his hand. Whether he does it or not, we'll see. And but... He
0: looks at your hand and then shakes it. There's no reason not to. Excellent.
2: I will also yeah. offer
0: shake his hand. And he shakes yours with a okay. smile. It's quite condescending, but he does it.
2: I, I will also Aww. smile with my lips.
0: That's the best way to but do it. But
1: just but just your lips, right? You're talking about the like, like no teeth, like tight smile. Yep. Like, mm, yep. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get back down to where the kid's watching the car. Uh,
0: is it still think, there? Yeah, thankfully when you get back to the car, the it is still there. The kid, uh, your watchman is indeed still present. Uh, oh, has good. earned his
1: $10. Thanks, kid.
0: He says, sure, no problem. Lots of people wanting to uh, steal your wheels, but I, and he does a sort of karate motion. saw them off. <laughs> <up. laughs> I love this kid.
1: Awesome. Good job.
0: My pleasure, ma'am. <laughs> he says, knowing that you uh, bristled at that word before. And he runs off.
2: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Like> kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, uh, Keen, let's get in the car. We can talk on the way. Yeah, let's to the beach.
0: Let's take a plan. Uh, for the sake of ease, we can say that a hui marked on a map or pointed on Google Maps to where this drainage pipe would be, so that you're sure. not just constantly having to search the beach for the right one. Yeah, yeah.
2: just put in Google Maps, large pipe. <laughs> 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 I keep getting Mario images. I don't understand why. No. Um, so, like the second the door's closed, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, man. We're
1: not gonna. We're not gonna become drug runner. First of all. I don't actually know if this is a drug because it's a
2: weird. It's a drug.
1: One of those weird God things. I mean, great, fine, but it's a weird God thing. Oh shoot! Sure. Yes, so. it is
2: a weird God thing. But like those people, they were having withdrawal symptoms. This is not some magical elixir. These people were jonesing for a hit.
1: Dude, I'm not becoming a drug dealer. How stupid do you think I'm I am? I'm not saying
2: you're being a drug dealer. I'm just trying to find Dion. I just, I just dislike that we're going to be giving this guy more of the stuff.
1: We're not. We don't have to ever see him again. Okay. That's what I'm saying, man. Okay. You're in med stuff. Like you can take it. You can run some tests on it. Maybe secret ones in the lab somewhere. Yeah. We can, you know, say we couldn't find it. We could say we got scared. We like he would believe it. He thinks we're dumb white people. Like if we just say like, hey, we found damn, but then we got scared of whatever was in the pipe. Sorry.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: whatever. We're not in his employ, so he's not going to like murder us for not doing his job. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. That was a very freaky situation. I got real nervous. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay, man. It's it's all right. Like, you can deal with the blood and gut stuff better than I can, and I can deal with the weird drug people better than you can, because, you know, we've talked about this. That's that is a fair a division of, my of labor. Does. I think it's fair. <laughs> all right. We still have to go in that direction, right. see if we can find this kid, and see if we can convince him to go back to his family. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of right. this and yeah like for all i care we can just never talk to that guy again and if he comes after us we can say yeah we got freaked out yeah. and if he comes after us some more we can leave we don't have to stay in miami <laughs>
2: it's true i mean well i have some a residency to finish but <laughs> for no i've been kicked out
1: yeah i kind of get that with my job so
0: all right let's go all right. Okay, you drive down the coast, and it takes you about 40 minutes before you get to the designated spot. Sure enough, as Ahui described, uh, this isn't a place crowded with tourists. Uh, The ground around here is quite rocky, uh, less of the deep, sandy beaches that Miami is famous for. And there is, almost archetypally, a large, round, presumably steel pipe emerging from the cliffside uh, near to ground level like something out of a horror film a creature would live down and there's someone sitting on top of it uh, a hmm. man by the look of it uh, with his head in his hands Okay. you can pull up the So car. I guess we're well is, this, is there a place to drive right there? I uh, No, you can't pull up straight to the uh, drain, but so you can pull up on the cliffside and make your way down, uh, even if you have to... Yeah, up yeah, up yeah let's do that.
1: Yep. So that is what we are doing.
0: Okay, uh, you make your way down toward the beach. Uh, tide is going out right now, thankfully. Uh, you've had your share of watery encounters. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: and you head over.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, As you do so, your stomachs collectively sink. You recognize the. Oh,
1: no. Mm -hmm. It's that guy.
0: It is that guy. It is. I
1: forgot his name, but I hate him. It's (laughs)
0: Oscar, the the guy who got you in all kinds of problems last time uh, Mm -hmm. with his theft of Poseidon's jewelry. He looks beaten up. In rags. He reminds you a little of the Its Man from Monty Python. Uh, running okay. out of the ocean. <laughs> you know. yes. Yeah, he looks like he has been stranded on a desert island and not allowed to leave this place. Long scraggly
2: beard, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, well, not that long. He's been there for a few months, you think. Uh, in fact, yeah, his condition, Kieran, at a basic assessment as a medical mm-hmm. expert such as you are, uh, he is that, yeah, he, he has been here probably exposed to the elements for a few months and looks like a shipwreck. The human embodiment of a shipwreck. Mm. As you approach, he lifts his head from his hands. He says, please don't go in.
1: What happens if we go in?
0: He doesn't have any recognition of who the two of you are. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you go in, I can't leave it's ah um... uh, okay I've got to tell you I did a very <laughs> i did a very stupid thing I crossed a god and my curse my my fate was bound to this place that I would be stuck here until I could convince someone to turn away. And I've tried everything. I have tried threatening. I've tried pleading. I've made up excuses. I've said there's an emergency just over there. But everyone who comes here is so damn obsessed with what's in this pipe. I am... I can't do it. And I I have a feeling that Poseidon knew that would happen. So I'm just I'm stuck here until I can persuade someone to go the other way, so please just don't go in. Don't go in and let me go. That's the deal.
1: Uh question. So we're not we're here looking for a kid oh
0: god you're looking for someone people come here looking for people as well and it's as if the people they're looking for are more important than me being free from this damn pipe i can't even go in the pipe only to sleep i have to just go in the entrance and when i do it it starts getting stormy so then i have to come out again and then the storm passes but i'm in the damn open air again so yeah you're looking for someone so my words are gonna just bounce off of you aren't you Teflon. I mean Good. Good talk. Start people. walking in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Why don't I need to torture somebody? No,
2: but he just flat said that someone else's life is more he feels his life's more important than somebody else's. So we're done.
1: <laughs> well yeah, but we yeah, I mean, a lot of people feel that way. Most people feel their own life is pretty important. Um I don't agree with him.
2: Mm.
1: I, I kind of like whisper to Keyn, like, no, I fucking hate this guy. No, I remember this
2: guy. No, he's, he's no, bad. No, no.
1: But if there's a way We can find Dion without going in the pipe. That'd be great, because it seems like people maybe aren't coming out the pipe, and that worries me too. So before you just march in there, let's, let's try to think about this.
2: So, okay, what if one of us turns around and walks away and the other person goes in?
1: See? That might work. We might be able to free the guy, and then we can force him to come in with us, like we did last time. <laughs>
2: and then shoving. that was a terrible
1: idea. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> uh, if he can just leave forever, yeah. So maybe if one of us turns away and doesn't go in, and the other one goes in, that'd be enough to break it. Because he just said he had to convince someone not to go in. He didn't say he had to convince a whole group of people not okay, to go cool. in.
2: I, I got this. Um, I, I turn back to the guy and say, "All right, you know what? You've been the fact, that,
0: the fact that you've been discussing it gives me an ounce, a modicum of hope. So please give me some good news."
2: We, we, we have discussed it. We, I am we, we, we a very s-
0: important person. I'm the child of a god.
2: I turn back to Faye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so, okay. So he's still insufferable.
2: <sighs> turn back to the guy.
0: We talked about it. Which
1: god? <sighs> I just want to know which god. Which god?
0: Why? What does that matter?
1: He doesn't even know. And then I turn back to Ken. No, I'm <laughs> like, okay. <laughs>
2: Do you still want to do this? Because, I mean, right there.
1: I mean, it depends. Can we look in the pipe without violating the thing, Matthew?
0: You don't know. Um, As you approach it, he starts going, no, 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 no. And his head goes back into his hands.
1: So it's like a Janet the Good Place situation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Uh, But
0: he's not not jumping up to stop you or anything.
2: Okay, all right. All right, so I'll go back to the guy again. All right, yeah, we've talked about it. We've listened to your words. Um, Thank you. I I need to go in. I have an oath, a medical oath, that I must follow to make sure that someone in there is not injured. However, my friend here, she has decided that she cannot possibly put you through her suffering, so she is going to leave.
0: You've convinced her to leave. Does that count? I, I, I How am I supposed to know
1: I don't know. You know everything else about this weird curse thing? Well, it
0: hasn't worked yet. I've not been freed from it, so I don't know what frees me. All I know is the basic idea that I've got to make someone turn away essentially of their own volition. So if you if you choose to walk away and he points, but don't then go in the pipe because I think if you do something bad will probably happen to me. I, I think Poseidon and he leans forward. He's a good twenty yards away from you, but he leans if whispering. I think Poseidon will know if you then turn around, and go in, and if he gets pissed at me, he's probably going to get pissed at whoever has broken that as well. So just, I'm not. I'm not looking out for you. No, sorry, I am. I'm just. I don't want you to get hurt.
1: Logically, how can I turn away of my own volition when you just talked me into turning away? Oh
0: gods maybe that's why I can't get it right (laughs) but how am I supposed to oh that bastard sorry he talks to the sea I'm sorry Poseidon god of the seas storms and all the little fishies I'm not I'm just saying you're and he waggles his finger much smarter than I thought
1: (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal. We're looking for, like, you've clearly seen everybody that has come near this pipe for the past
0: few months, right? Oh, yes.
1: Okay, have you seen a kid that looks like, and I described Dion based on Dietrich's description of him?
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this kid? Yeah, I remember him. Uh, You know, he was one of the ones who had the most reticence. I think he felt quite sorry for me, but... Did he go in the pipe? he, He went in the pipe. They all went in the Are people pipe.
1: coming out of the pipe after they go in the pipe?
0: Uh, some of them, but not most. No. Uh, sometimes I hear things from in there. You know, I don't want to sound too over dramatic, but from the roaring, uh, screaming, and belching, I don't think there's something good down there.
1: I just turned the key in again. I'm like, that is a monster pipe. There's a monster in that pipe.
0: Of course. Unless
1: is. he's just trying to fuck with us.
2: It is 50-50 at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I I honestly don't
0: know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, a... That, that's the thing. I have told people this before, but maybe it will get through to the two of you. Hang on. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs>
0: you what? fuckers. He jumps down from the pipe.
1: You just... Got off the pipe. I thought you couldn't do that.
0: No, I've, hey, got to stay in the ge- I've got to stay in the general vicinity. As I said, I can get in the just uh, under the lip of the pipe, the threshold of the pipe. I can walk around the pipe, but I've still got to stay here as a... Centri- anyway, that's beside the point. Don't distract me. I recognize the two of you now. You two are the reason I'm here.
1: I think you're the reason you're here yeah. for stealing from a goddamn god, you
0: idiot No, 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 no Everything yeah, yeah. was going swimmingly Everything was <laughs> gest- swimmingly. Gest- Gestures at the sea again I'm sorry, that wasn't intentional And he looks back to the two <sighs> abuse I was I was scot-free I would have weathered that storm Got out of that hotel If you hadn't just sided with the woman with the gun
1: You begged us to save you How were you going to get out on your own?
2: Well, oh, also, she's
0: you... the daughter of Poseidon, the
2: person who who did this to you.
0: Yeah, I was dangling off a building, and I remember you distinctly not helping me.
1: Yeah, because I distinctly wanted to save the thousands of other people that were caught. In yeah, that and I'm storm. the
0: child of a god. Which one?
1: Yeah, sir. Yeah, which one?
0: It's that trolley car problem, isn't it? Which one is more important? Hmm? Me? Or the thousands of idiots who are in that hotel? Thousands of idiots. Next question. Yeah,
1: also, you're the second child of a god we've talked to today, and you're way less impressive than the other one, and that one was a drug dealer.
0: He chews on that. (laughs) Do I? He chews on that.
2: Hmm. So, I will point out that we know who you are. You know who we are. And still, in spite of all of that, at least one of us was willing to walk away and try to save you and you respond to this by being abusive
1: yeah i think you're a piece of shit but i also think that all life is valuable so you know
2: i am used to making hard decisions on who lives and who dies on a regular basis i am literally trained for that and if there's a kid in there that's injured i've got to find out what's going on with them i was willing to and- make that, that that choice she was willing to save your life despite how much of it horrible jerk you're being right now and then but please tell us more how it's all our fault
0: a better man would have a moment of reflection here um... He doesn't have this, that. This instinct. is not a good start, buddy. No, no, yeah, he, 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 he doesn't have that instinctively. However, I will allow Kian if you could do a persuasion and manipulation, oh, please. I see uh, yeah, you're, you're, no, I don't think. Um, yeah, I have only else. one die. That <laughs> is a one die dice pool. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- th- that's definitely more phase. Uh, school, but... We have
2: no uh, momentum to spend either, so... No,
0: you've not really failed yeah. yet. I mean, you could choose to fail this, so you can at least build some. Um... Yeah, actually, I'll I do mean, that. I'll just go ahead and just I'll just intentionally
2: take that so we can build at least a, a point of momentum.
0: Yeah. He says, what's your point? Uh... You're kind Not of all, asshole, all, but... Yeah, all, all I'm hearing is words, 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 words. You're going to go in the pipe, probably get yourself killed. Great. Well, uh, hopefully the person who comes looking, uh, looking for you next isn't going to care enough. And when I persuade them to turn away, I can go on with my life. Having learned a valuable lesson... Which is what? Don't
1: be a piece of shit to people that are trying to help you? Well,
0: don't trust assholes like you. And next time I try stealing something be a little more careful about who I steal from.
1: So you admit that even if we let you go, you're gonna try to steal some shit again? That's what us all in this mess in the fucking first place.
0: Listen, we are who we are. We all have our foibles and failings, don't we?
2: So to summarize, Poseidon is smart enough to realize that if we try to get back in a pipe, he will use it against you, but not smart enough to realize that you'll steal from him again even though you admitted it just now next to the sea.
0: Uh, he points at the sea. I'm not saying I would steal from you again. <laughs> he. Th- this. This. Whatever he is in the ascot or whatever the hell he's wearing is. Is trying to twist my words. I am not going to steal from Poseidon ever again. I love Poseidon. I respect Poseidon. I think Poseidon is the mightiest of gods. But. Yeah, uh, You, know, you we... know, if you're talking like
1: that, that must mean that your parent, who's a god, is way shittier than Poseidon.
0: quite <laughs> you your words. God. He bristles and fumes a little. But Oscar isn't a violent man. He's just a coward. Right. Uh, and you're not even sure if he is capable of a of, of fight. He's not just going to launch himself at you. He just yeah. shakes his head and climbs back on the pipe and says, well, I guess I won't be seeing the two of you again anyway.
1: So I'm going to like, like Faye has just had it with this dude. You know, like she's trying to get through to him on multiple occasions. It's not working. She, she tried to save him a minute ago and he was a dick to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to say like, no, here's what you're going to do. You're going to come down here, you're going to tell us who the fuck you are, and then you're gonna tell us everything you know about that goddamn pipe, and then we are going to make a decision. And she is going to be using Aura of Greatness. Lovely. <laughs> for her leadership uh I would assume
2: Probably presence.
1: Probably presence for her leadership presence role. Okay.
2: Because you're not manipulating him, you're not being stoic. So. No, this
1: is this is power. Yeah. She's she's mad. Yeah. She's just like fuck you. Come down here and tell us everything you know. Mm-hmm. You because because she she can see that he is a
0: coward. Yep.
1: And I got <laughs> five successes on my five die roll. Very nice. nice. Uh, I'm, so, I'm taking a picture of this. Yeah,
0: certainly <laughs> no reason to um, <laughs> no no reason to spend momentum here uh yeah but i also had two enhancement on that because i was using aura of greatness uh so there is a bit of a complication and you can choose to Mm -hmm. buy it off you've definitely passed the difficulty so you can buy off the complications easily but i'll just explain what that complication would be that Mm -hmm. uh, oscar would give you half truths and point you in a vaguely safe direction but he's certainly not looking out for your best interest and certainly wouldn't respond to you if you cried out for help i mean that's obvious but uh, yeah you can pay off the complication easily to get the nothing but the truth from this compulsive jerk
1: i'm going to do that i want to terrify him like he is he he screwed us so bad several months ago he got us into this mess you know he is the reason that like kian is doing bad in school and i'm doing poorly at you know my my job he's the reason we're gonna talk to a goddamn drug lord today like like all of that has just boiled over finally yeah. <laughs> and so yeah she is she is terrifying in that moment i don't know what aura of greatness looks like in scion but i imagine this is the first time she has looked anything like a demigod like she like, you know, looks a foot taller for a second. Mm, I like that. Yeah. It's
0: uh, it's the kind of Galadriel Fellowship of the Ring. Treatment. Yes, I was just thinking Galadriel, yeah, that kind of moment where you know, she looks terrifying and then it just fades away. Yeah, all the colors yeah. invert and all light is on you.
1: Well, since her, her, her parent is Persephone, like, usually she's in the light part of Persephone. She's still in the, like, pre-meeting Hades part of Persephone's story. <laughs> and this is the first glimpse of, like, Queen of the Underworld
0: Persephone. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, your words do cut through him. He nearly loses his seating on the pipe and falls over backwards, but grips on and nods furiously. He's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, look, it, it just, th- this is the the... The persona that comes most easily to me, it's a defense mechanism. That's what my mother always used to say. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so where to start? First things first, you asked who my parent is. Um, I don't know. I've never met him, but I I think he's... My mum used to say that he was uh, Loki. Uh, Mm, Behold my shark. Yeah, Uh, this is my shocked face and apparently I don't really get on with my mum but she says that even my dad would be disappointed in me she stopped by the pipe as well uh, just to say uh, that he would be disappointed in me and then to prove the point she entered the pipe just a little way and then walked off again just so wow your mum's a dick I want to talk to her I've, I guess, you know, if uh, you're the kind of person that Loki gets on with, you probably are, you probably are a dick. But I I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I, I steal what I steal a lot of the time to keep my mum, uh, because she's never been great at looking after herself. But yeah, I don't think I've ever quite been able to measure up to the old man. Uh, but yeah, the pipe, um so there there are there's at least a couple of creatures in there. I've had to listen to it all you realize and it's not like I can sleep through it or plug my ears i I don't even know if it's a part of the curse that binds me here, but I hear it all and unless I'm mistaken, there's at least two kinds of monster there's some kind of roaring bestial I would almost describe it as reptilian or piskeen creature, I'm guessing, in the waterways in there. Hmm. Uh, because I hear splashing, thrashing, crashing, and other ashings, uh, <laughs> and generally a bit of a scream. In my mind's eye, I picture some kind of fish, uh, some great fish in there that that swim up and down the drains. Now, the other one is a little stranger because it's more of a bellow, like a big big man roaring, or, or a big woman maybe, I don't know. I think um, I, I'm picturing a giant of some kind, but I don't know how they'd be able to fit down a pipe. Uh, certainly, they were there before I got stuck here and that's more of a and he imitates it and then brings his fist down on the the metal of the pipes and then a smash but sometimes i hear i i I think it's some i think it's a he and i think he talks to the fish and when he does he's almost billing and cooing Uh, it's not in a language i understand but he's kind of nurturing them, you know? And I have nightmares that he's feeding them the remains of people that he destroys, he pulverizes. Uh, So anyway, uh, you've got that to look forward to. When you go down the pipe, uh, there's, uh, as far as I know, lots of ways to go, but your best bet is just to go straight. You're going to have to cross water, but it means you're not going to get lost or turned around unless and someone came out once and said it's like the walls are shifting around you. But I don't know. They may have just got turned around. If you head straight down there, uh, you, you are going to have to cross a couple of waterways. But I'm pretty certain that the giant, which is what I'm going to call him, is dead inside, but alive inside the cliff. It probably has like a big cave or something like that. That, that would be my guess. So, yeah. Uh, was there anything else? Again, I, I no, and you know what? I say this hand on heart, and he puts it there. I am sorry. I have been a complete cretin uh, around the two of you. And it's not in my nature to be humble. And I'm not going to start. But I do realize that I screwed the both of you over, and I just wanted to say, no hard feelings. Because you did oh. drop me off a hotel. I don't hold it against yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Into water, at least.
0: Yeah, I don't think that worked out that well for me.
1: No, we didn't know. But, you know, we are trying not to split you.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess in that respect, you really did me a favor.
1: Uh, Alright. Alright. Yeah. Kim, we need to talk.
0: Yeah. One
1: sec. We're going to go back to the car or something for a minute. Okay. To discuss. It's probably a good place to end, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so, do we want to have the discussion and then conclude? Or do we want to conclude and yeah. start the next session with the discussion? Let's,
1: uh, say let's, 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 let's figure our game plan Let's
0: figure out
2: our game plans so that we magic can plan. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, a couple things here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One, we might want to talk to Dietrich before we just go barging in there.
2: All
1: right. We've got our number. We can get a hold of her. Um, I don't know if she knows the extent of what all's going on here, but if she has a daughter of Poseidon, she could maybe if, talk to her. If him. I remember,
2: our goal was to find him. We pretty good idea where he's at. Right.
1: Right. So we should let her know before we just go barging into a pipe
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, that might have a monster in it and see if she has any advice for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we are gonna go in there, we should probably equip ourselves a little better than, and I I, I gesture at the like thrift store clothes that we're both wearing to go see the other guy. <laughs> like, probably not be in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, like, at least maybe some, you know, rain boots or something, <laughs> uh, maybe
2: a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, like, you know, some camping supplies.
1: Yeah, so we should figure that out. If that kid's been in there for a while, like it's not like he went missing today.
2: So, no, I'm worried that something happened to him. But also, until I know more, I can't. I don't know if he's in critical danger, immediate danger. So,
1: and also us going in there and getting possibly eaten by a possible fish because I believed him at the end there.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so us getting you know possibly murdered isn't going to help anybody.
2: And if, so, but, and if some of this is involved, Poseidon maybe Dietrich can talk to her father and try to work something. Yeah. Up?
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. So we should definitely talk to her first yeah. and then if we do end up having to go in there, whether she needs us to or whatever, then we should ask her for advice, for gear, something. So, so yeah,
2: yeah, I think you're right. If talk to her first, figure out what we what we can and can't do, then make a shopping trip according to what we have what information we have on hand after that, and then mm-hmm. either go out the pipe or walk away or whatever we need to
1: do. Yeah. Maybe even see if Dietrich can, you know, give us some reinforcements here. Something like God. She obviously has like a network.
2: Sure. Yeah. It will be nice to have people who right. can know how to throw a punch besides us.
0: All right. It's decided. Cool. We got this. All right. So excellent. Okay. That is where we will wrap up our session. Wait.
2: That
1: was really fun. David
0: Oscar, as you drive away.
1: Well, we're not driving away. I kind of figured that we'll make a call to her in the car still. Oh okay. Nice which sense. we can start off the next session with give like you said, that gives Matthew time to plan. That's
0: right. I mean like if what, if the two what, of what you, what she may do. If the two of you are talking to Dietrich and you then drive away, theoretically, Oscar's going to be free. So we will we'll see. Possibly. We'll see what happens. Poor yeah. old Oscar. We
1: don't know because we don't know the parameters of this curse no. of <laughs> like is 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 the fact that he's trying to convince people actually fucking it up you know <laughs> yeah,
0: gods are capricious bastards and they have but... yeah true I'm yeah sure. they... <laughs> letter letter of the law and all that mhm okay well thank you very much uh for playing both of you uh and it, it was a little abbreviated but we just did an extra long podcast so.
2: yeah no, that was yeah. Really fun yeah. That
1: was a really yeah that was a really good session like it was it was narrative we moved the story along we met Oscar again
0: Oscar yeah, it's nice nice for him to make a re- reprise i think um villains and supporting characters are always best when they have uh, when they re- reoccur uh, i think that's why i always mm-hmm. like comic books so much yeah absolutely. Um, i always preferred them to a lot of uh, tv series about superheroes which just have a different creature every single week you know Uh, It doesn't give me so much investment, but it's uh, with role-playing games and, yeah, Batman villains, you know, the rogues gallery, things like that. Having people like Oscar turn up occasionally doesn't have have to happen every session. It's reassuring to me as a story guide, but also almost as a bit of an audience member uh, because I get to see you bouncing off of someone who you clearly despise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a much like, more heightened I, confrontation
2: as as opposed to being just some random person.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Also, like, I don't like the guy, but I feel bad for him. And then when you when you got into his backstory, I was like, oh, <laughs> his family sucks. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, some families do, don't they? Um, mm-hmm, that, that doesn't excuse him from being a bit of an asshole, but it does certainly explain some of it. It does. Well, uh, with that said, we'll wrap up. So, Dixie, if people want to find you on social media, where would they go?
1: They would go to Dixie Cyanide on pretty much all social media or
0: DixieCochran.com. And what about you, Eddie?
2: Uh, you can find me at PugSteady.com or you can find me on most social media places at PugSteady. Pug is in the dog, Steady is in standing up.
0: Okay. And uh, they can find me on com as Clack Click, Bang on Twitter And all over Discord as myself Matthew Dawkins. So with that said, many worlds, one (laughs) podcast.